Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the Troy T. Daddy Smooth Podcast, number three. Took a one-week vacation. Um, more, I just kept putting it off, and then um, decided to say that was a Christmas break, but I made it this week. I was kind of worried I was going to skip this week, too, but I'm recording right now, so uh, if you want to give me a pat on the back, I'll gladly appreciate it. It's a lot of work, you know, when you're a procrastinator. Um, you know, I'm such a procrastinator that it actually makes me more productive with other stuff that I was putting off, so that way I can procrastinate more. So, you know, like today I was supposed to take the day off in the gym, but then I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I can get past not taking the day off, and maybe I just won't do the podcast. So that happened like a couple of times. You know, I was like, oh, let me go do some laundry. You know, my daughter got some new clothes for Christmas. Let me go wash those up. I'm going to go look for a job, work my resume, just pretty much anything to avoid doing this podcast. And, uh, you know, it's a special skill. I'll give myself that at least. Yeah, you know, Christmas uh, happened, so a lot of little things going on. Uh, I've been pretty happy with the gym, though, lately. Um, you know, I've been actually going, staying, you know, getting my whole workout in. Feeling pretty good, so I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I'm going back tomorrow to uh, Edge Fitness in Manchester, Connecticut, which I've never been to before, but, you know, since I am off from work and I like to go for walks, I want to go to Hartford afterwards, and I'm like, well, Manchester, Connecticut is close to Hartford, about 15 minutes away, so I can kill two birds with one stone, maybe get a nice meal to eat, because um, you kind of live in the middle of nowhere, your food options are a little bit more limited, so you don't get, like, really interesting food, you can't, like, find a random restaurant, like, oh, they have those crazy stuff you can't find anywhere else. Um, you know, like, there's good restaurants, but, you know, it's more like pizza, chain restaurants, fast food. There's a couple of nice little restaurants, but, you know, I enjoy just going to Hartford and looking around until I find a place I want to eat. Of course, it reminds me, I probably would have bring my little miniature phone charges with me like that, the little phone things you can, like, charge your phone while you're outside. It was really helpful because, um, you know, especially when I'm going to be at the gym, so I'll be listening to music, you know, doing everything besides work out half the time, you know, going on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. So my battery's usually pretty low by the end, so if I bring my charges in, that'll probably help me. So I'm not with a dead battery in, in uh, 45 minutes away from my house for like an hour or two. We got that. Um, I remember my last podcast, I talked about, uh, you know, the ability to, if somebody tells you they want something for Christmas, to not try to go ahead and you know, decide you know best. So, um, my wife wanted to get, so I always do my shopping for my side of the family. My wife does her side. Uh, my wife usually gets everybody clothing or perfumes, cologne, whatever, whatever. And uh, my wife wanted to go get her parents' clothes, as always. So I'm like, well, you know, your dad's retiring, so he doesn't need all these can dress these shirts for work anymore. He's like, oh, yeah. So I mentioned getting an Amazon Echo, which... Um, is like a little Bluetooth speaker that you can speak into it. So it's pretty cool. Um, the only problem is, you know, it then became like my job to take care of it because um, we were on Amazon's website to buy it. Um, and it was like sold out till like January 6th. I'm like, you know what? So probably have it available and still have it to your house before Christmas, but they probably just say that to uh, let themselves off the hook. Nevertheless, I was in Best Buy. And I was like, oh, let me just look, see if they have it here. Maybe we can just grab it real quick. And they told me, well, we don't have the Amazon Echo, 
but we can order it for you and have it to you before Christmas. I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty good. Um, so then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do it. It's my wife's gift. She's going to pay for it. So then I went home. I'm like, okay, just order it through, through Best Buy's website. So go to bestbuy.com and naturally, you know, the Echoes there are sold out, but you can't even order it. So, you know, that doesn't work. So I'm like, okay, did the people I talked to lie to me or make it up or were they misinformed? Whatever. So when I went to go see Star Wars Book 1, good movie, by the way, I went to another Best Buy and I got the same speech, you know, hey, you can't get it here, but we'll order a few, we'll have it. and the guy said, we'll have a few, like, three days later, I'm like, okay, it's a little fishy, because Amazon's on website, so they can't have it until January, and you guys are getting it three days later. I didn't question the guy, I didn't give him an attitude, but I was, you know, a little concerned. And, got, and I was telling the guy, like, oh, you know, when I tried to off the website, work like, oh, yeah, usually if you need something, you know, you go to the store, we can always order it for you, even if the website's not available, so... That's a good tip, uh, you know, maybe not this Christmas or whenever you need something. If you want it faster, maybe go directly into the store and see if they can order it for you, especially if it's like a sensitive situation like this Christmas was. So I went in on a Friday, uh, I think the 16th. I had it four days later on, a, on the 20th. Um, that was pretty cool. I mean, I paid for it and all, not a big deal, but, you know, that became me buying the present for them because just like, my wife's not good with this stuff, so I'd take care of it, which is fine. So, you know, I think we learned a lesson there. At least, we, you know, if you need to buy something, you can get it. Um, I actually got a Google Home for Christmas, and it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, it's not a person. I think Google wants to be, like, something, like, where you're kind of, like, emotionally invested, which I don't know if it's going to happen, but, you know, if that thing breaks, you know, it's going to suck, but I'm not going to be crying or, like, you know, weeping or giving eulogies or whatever. Um... Yeah, but it's cool. Like, you ask the random questions. Doesn't get everything you're trying to do, but you know, I try to take advantage of it. Like, even like just listening to the news. Like, I'm a really big fan of NPR radio because I'm old. Um, you know, that's pretty much the only reason to listen to NPR. If you're old or you're like, you know, kind of lame. But yeah, I like listening to the news. I like listening to all podcasts. So I can just, you know, tell Google, hey, let's start playing NPR radio when I wake up, and I'm starting to get ready for work or well, get ready to go to the gym, pretty much. That was pretty good. Um, so we got that. My mom, my sister, uh, I've gotten them the same gift for like a couple of years, and I think I mentioned this last show. I just got them gift cards. You know, no reason to think outside the box. I was thinking about getting them a, uh, a Google Home or an Amazon Echo, but it would have been the same thing. It's like, okay, if they really want it that bad, they can buy it, uh, but I know they're going to use the gift card, so no need to uh, reinvent the wheel here. Um, everybody's happy for that. And same thing, I just got, like, you know, a little bit of money, and I got some random gifts I'm probably never going to use. But so there, I can't remember what I got for Christmas. Then I got, like, a resubscription to my Xbox Live, which, uh, you know, believe it or not, my Xbox, it's a video game system, by the way, for you guys that don't know, I have an Xbox One. I could have got online with it for three days. And, uh, you know, I have a tech support background, so, I, you know, I should be able to fix it, and that's what I always tell myself when something's not working. So I did all the normal stuff. You know, I rebooted my router, I rebooted my Xbox, I re-entered the data, that wasn't working. Um, you know, I looked online, of course, to see if there was any type of, like, service outage with Xbox Live, which there was not. Um, another helpful tip when you try to fix something, ask somebody you know that is not, you're not annoying them or they don't annoy you if they're having the same issue, and if they're like, yeah, no, then you know issue. If they're like, yes, 
you know, it's something to consider, but it doesn't mean that, you know, your issues are exactly the same as there's an outage. And Xbox, you know, I'm not sure how uh, honest they are or reliable, but I assume they are pretty honest about it. On their website, the Xbox Live is working just fine. So I'm like, okay, this isn't working out. Um, you know, I don't think my Xbox is broken. My router's definitely not broken because everything else connected to the internet. And it became like a little puzzle. I was like, oh, what could it be? So naturally, I just used a good old Google, and I typed in how to do a hard reset of your Xbox. That's kind of like turning it off and on, but it's like really like just shutting it down all the way. And it told me how to do it. Just hold down the power button for 10 seconds. I did that. Turn it back on. I'm back on the internet. So, you know, even if you think like you know what's going on, never hesitate to do the Google search. Um, and actually, speaking of Google Home, I feel like that's pretty much what it is. Um, there's actually this website called Let Me Google That For You. And the whole purpose of the website, it's actually, uh, the website is called www.lmgtfy.com. And the whole purpose of the website is pretty much to make fun of people that, <laughs> I mean, doesn't necessarily make fun of, I mean, yeah, make fun of them. What are we getting? <laughs> it's pretty much like as people ask you questions, especially with the, on the computer with you, like let's say you're doing a chat with a friend or text or whatever, and they ask you a question with like, you know, you probably could look that up on your own. I mean, I think it's one thing when you're doing like social networking and like you're talking to people online. You know, you don't want to answer your own questions too much because then you don't get a dialogue going and maybe you don't get much information. Maybe things will be boring. So like every time you want to talk to somebody, you know, and get information or something, instead of talking to somebody, you just went online and looked it up. You know, you're not going to get a chance to talk to people. And sometimes it might bring something up that, you know, helps make connections somewhere else. So, whatever. But, you know, this website, like, um, let me type in, what is the root of all evil? Then actually gives you a link. You can just send that to the person. And it's kind of funny because it actually imitates somebody. Uh, it has, like, a video of somebody going to a browser and typing in Google.com then go into Google search for it. So it says, what is the root of all evil? Google search. And it actually brings you the results. So, like I said, it's really there to troll people. And by the way, the root of all evil is money. Um, that's probably not... Well, actually, you know what? It is 100% true. Um, I'm not saying that money is evil, but, you know, I think a lot of times when there is uh, some wrong going, going about, it has to do with money, power, or maybe religion. I'm not going to get too uh, into all that, but yeah, like I said, uh, the website once again is L as in Larry, M as in Mary, G as in Grape, T as in Thomas, F as in Frank, Y as in Yellow, dot com. If anybody asks you a stupid question, especially if somebody you don't like that much and you want to let them know you don't like them, you know, go to the website, type in the result, give them the link for the result, have them click on it, and then it'll actually show them what to do on their own. So, uh, if you like trolling people, the way I like trolling people, or just being sarcastic, cynical, or if you describe it, that is a good website to go to. So like I was saying, Google Home, I feel like a lot of times it just pretty much does use Google for you, so it's like a voice control thing. I mean, it's not a bad thing at all, but you know, I think over time it will get a little more exciting. Um, yeah, besides that, for Christmas, we got our Santa pictures done. We do it every year. Um, same Santa Claus every year. And, 
And that was pretty cool. You know, it's the same guy. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to ask him about my daughter because, you know, he sees like hundreds to thousands of kids every year. So I don't expect her to be anything special. And we always give good pictures. Um, and I was actually wondering because I saw on Instagram a friend of mine who was from the Bronx. She had pictures of her son with Santa Claus. I could have sworn the guy was the same Santa. And I was like, oh, man, did you move up to Waterbury? You know, what are you doing with Santa Claus? And then I looked at the uh, our picture and hers, and, like, completely different chair, different background. So I'm like, okay, either Santa works at four, three or four malls or it's completely different Santa. And uh, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if you saw Santa, your Santa Claus on the mall outside in public without all the makeup and whatever, would you even recognize the person? There's a couple things you have to consider. One is that beard fake. They even have white hair. How big are they? Like, you know, Santa's supposed to be chubby, but, you know, I'm not going to ask the guy. I'm not sitting on Santa's lap to find out, but, you know, is this guy putting, like, extra fat on, or is this just, like, whatever? So, you know, it's just random, like, dumb stuff I've always wondered. So. I don't know if we have any uh, Santas in the uh, listening audience here, but if you want to respond to that, help yourself. I'm sure a lot of people would like to get some clarification on this. Um... Speaking of which, um, I actually did start a new Twitter account, which I am not at all <laughs> even, how do I say, uh, I'm not at all even really updating. I think I wrote a tweet for the first time in uh, a long time today. I mean, it's only been a bit, about like a week and a half, so it's not like I'm doing that bad, but the tweet I wrote was, there would be a podcast today. Which uh, put a lot of pressure on me because right up until dinner time tonight, I didn't even think I would do a podcast with those. So like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Here's what will happen if I do it tomorrow. I'm going to wake up, go to the gym, go for a nice long walk in Hartford. Maybe realize that I have a podcast. Do I get home and walk even longer than I need to? Um, I have a Fitbit too, so those steps are important to me. So, you know, definitely no reason for me to not walk for a long time, so he likes to have a Fitbit, so I'll probably just walk until I get my 10,000 steps, go home. I got to pick up my daughter like around 5, so I'll probably just get in the sofa, you know, do anything besides do the podcast, and then I would skip it, so I'm really glad I wrote that post in. And actually, the uh, my Twitter handle is just the same thing for the podcast, same thing as uh, for here, is T-Daddy's Move with a lot of P at the end, P is in Peter. I think it's supposed to be T-Daddy's Move Podcast. I'll probably change the name at some point, but you know, I really want to just get this out here so that way I could um, have a podcast and then I can do stuff with it later. So I, I'm sure you're probably noticing already my podcast is pretty low frills. Uh, <laughs> my profile picture on my Twitter page is just a picture outside my window one day when it's snowing. Uh, my background is the word love, but it's colored with a colored pencil. I got one of those Delft coloring books with uh, I always tell that joke, like, oh, I thought it was going to be, like, a coloring book for adults, not, like, you know, a coloring book that, you know, growing up staff to use. It's a bad joke, but I like it. So there's that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, definitely um, I do intend on doing this every week. Um, I keep a little note sheet here. I, I actually write down topics of conversation every day. When I think of them that way, when it's time to actually do a podcast, and just jump right into it. Uh, of course, I'm doing this at night around like mm, 10.30 to 11, so 
I don't want to get too animated here because I don't want to wake anybody up and have to answer questions. So yeah, uh, I got a I got a Twitter now, and uh, I'll be updating it as I see fit. I got uh, some followers here. They probably saw my name and just figured out what's going on here. Let's add them in. With that being said, uh, you know Christmas time was a big thing last week and this week, so uh, I, I always cook Christmas dinner. Um, you know, I made uh, chicken. I got this uh, recipe from my old coworker Maria. Um, he got it off allrecipes.com. Uh, it's like a sticky chicken. It's not that sticky, but it's, I use a lot of seasoning in it. Um, it's not bad. That's not a bad thing. But you gotta, you know, prepare the chicken the day before. You actually cut a whole onion up into quarters and put it like in the carcass of the chicken. You know, uh, I don't know if you've ever made a whole chicken before. You make a lot of perverted jokes with this because it's like pretty much like a bird with like a hole in its butt. So, yeah, like I said, you can make a lot of bad jokes and offensive. Well, not offensive, but just a lot of childish jokes with it. And, uh, you know, that's what this world needs more of me uh, being immature. Anyway, you get all these seasons and stuff, seasoning and stuff. Like stuff I didn't know existed. I'm going to get some of those things up here. Like there's such thing called onion powder, which this is new to me, onion powder. Uh, so I guess it like smells like onion and it's like a salt. Um, there's white pepper, so you know, I have black pepper and white pepper in this. One thing you notice, if it's an ingredient you have not heard of before, like a seasoning, it's usually a little bit more expensive. So I think the white pepper was kind of pretty. Well, it wasn't like you know a thousand dollars an ounce, but you know it was something. Um, there's some garlic powder, not a big deal. Black pepper, you know, the original pepper, uh, salt, of course. Um, it's really easy to make. Um, I think a lot of food is easy to make. It's a matter of like pretty much deciding, hey, I'm going to actually do this. So I think you know, deciding to make it harder than actually making it, or deciding to get started. So you pretty much mix all the spices in a bowl, just like you know, sprinkle it up. You rinse the chicken out. You know, take out. The, I guess when you buy a whole chicken, they give you like a packet of giblets and stuff like that. Like it's probably like all the stuff that you know, you got to be like crazy that want to deal with like the heart, liver, and all that stuff. Like, so I guess you're like one of those people that wants to like just really like get to know the bird, you know, if it's all in there. So you take that out. After you're done rinsing, you dry, you pat dry the chicken, and then you rub the seasoning on the outside and inside the chicken. So once again, you get your old perverted jokes in when you just put your fist right up the chicken's bottom and put all those spices in there. Then you cut the four onions up, put them in, and then you just wrap it up with the ram wrap or use a big plastic sandwich bag, like a really big one, of course, and you refrigerate it overnight. The next day, heat your oven up to 250 degrees, put it in a dish, bake it uncovered five hours, and you're done. So uh, I don't think anybody wants that recipe, So, but if you do, got that podcast here, I can send it to you. It's not like, uh, it's not a hidden recipe. I did not create this recipe. I guess more of a hidden recipe I do have. Well, it's not hidden, but, you know, a recipe I do have is, uh, you know, potato salad is, uh, you know, my mom is not a world-class cook, but she doesn't make really good potato salads. I made that. Um, the hardest part about potato salad is, like, I'm never really sure how long I should do the potatoes for. Like, I like the potatoes to be kind of soft. And this time, I don't think I left them in quite long enough, so they're a little bit hard. Uh, not the end of the world. Like nobody, nobody ever complains when I cook. Um, usually because the people I cook for are nice, and plus they're usually not the best cooks themselves. So, but I think it's more because they're nice. <laughs> so uh, the potatoes a little hard, but you know it's still good. You know, 
for fun. Um, but you know, when I get my potato salad just right, where I make it perfectly, I think it is perfect. But you know, it's not like one of those things where, like you. Uh, sometimes you cook, you have like your ingredients, and you have them like measured very neatly. Like the chicken, since it's a recipe from like a website, it's very neatly measured. Like I know exactly how much of each ingredient to use potato salad. You're going by your feel, so like how much vinegar am I putting in, sour cream or seasoning salt? I just put it in until it tastes good, and hopefully I don't blow it, which I usually don't. I mean, the worst thing that ever happens, sometimes it might be a little soft, the potatoes will be a little hard, but otherwise it's fine. So last year I made the same chicken and potato salad, and the year before I made a brisket, and I love brisket, but the only thing is I think I kind of burned it a little bit, and... Um, yeah, like I said, nobody complained, and, you know, it wasn't horrible, but, you know, I made brisket where I got it just right, and this was not just right, and uh, I think part of that was I made my own barbecue sauce, because, you know, I don't know how to do that, but something about the barbecue sauce, I didn't just put it on right, so that's why I've been doing chicken the last two years, because I know I won't mess that up, so, but, you know, I have to make brisket again, and I want to learn how to make more meals, because uh, cooking is a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, for people that don't cook that much, that are, you know, or somebody like me who's, like, maybe never cooked, and then you learn, and then when you make something that comes out just right, it's, like, perfect. So uh, that's always a nice feeling. Um, even though I do know when, uh, when you are cooking, I did read that you become desensitized to the smells and the flavor a little bit. So if I make something and I don't think it tastes great, but somebody else does, maybe they're not being polite. Maybe they actually do like it. But because I made it, I don't really get that same feeling. Um, sometimes that's true, but I think sometimes, you know, you actually do like your food. It really depends. So I made that. I made uh, banana pudding because uh, I do like to make a dessert. Um, last year I made ice cream because I got an ice cream maker. It's not hard to make ice cream. Banana pudding is, like, super easy. Um, yeah, you just take, you get, like, a bunch of vanilla wafers. Uh, vanilla wafers, you get... Bananas, of course, very important. You get vanilla pudding. Um, you know, you can make pudding where you cook it, or you can make cooking where it's instant, and it's like, you know, just make it cold. I find it tastes exactly the same, so, you know, I actually did mean to get the one that you cooked, but I got the wrong one, which is fine. I got the cold, the instant cold one. So you get, like, a little casserole dish, whatever, a little, you know, pan that you might put a chicken in or whatever, and then you just line it with bananas at the bottom, then you put the pudding on, kind of smooth it out as much as you can after you make it, of course, and then put the vanilla wafers on. Uh, the dish I had was a little deep enough where I could do two layers of that. It went really quickly, so I think everybody loved that one. I was happy about that. Um, so, yeah, the chicken was great. Uh, dessert was great. Um, you know, potato salad wasn't super, but whatever. And I made, I slaved out the kitchen making dinner. Uh, yeah, potato salad, uh, it's not hard to make, but peeling potatoes is annoying. Um, so I feel like whatever. I think uh, I did put the work in for people. Um, yeah, potato salad is just rough. Uh, I think, you know, that must be a nice thing if they were a chef. You know, you come up with all these crazy recipes. You don't have to do the freaking grunt work, um, which I know, uh, especially all those New York City people that go to pastry school, I go to, like, cooking school. I hear that's what they have to deal with. They... You know, spend all their money going to school, getting learn how to cook all these fancy meals. Then once they're done with school, they usually get like a crappy job at some restaurant as a line cook, 
with like you're really just doing grunt work. Like you, you might have like a day where all you're doing is like chopping carrots or like cutting onions. You know, nothing exciting from what I've heard. Uh, so I think when you you know, and that, that happens a lot. You see people they go to culinary school, they go to you know pastry chef school, whatever you want to call it, and then they get out of there and you don't really hear about them doing too much because I think they keep, you know they get you doing grunt work. And I think maybe part of it is like, hey, that's to be like your apprenticeship. You do that, and then you work your way up to you actually cooking. And then, you know, however you go about becoming a famous chef, you work your way up there, or you get a residency at a restaurant or whatever. I don't know. Um, but maybe some people quit when they just don't see the money coming in right away. It's a tricky one. So, yeah, Christmas is great. Um, I did my in-laws house. You know, my daughter got a lot of clothing, a lot of stuff. I feel bad for her because... Um, you know, when you're a kid and you have Christmas, that next week you don't go to school the whole week. So you're just home playing with toys. You know, every single toy for like a straight week. Um, but, you know, my daughter's daycare was open. We're paying for it. And I sent her there. So she hasn't really had time to play with her toys. Like she comes home from daycare and then, like, we have like an hour before we start eating dinner. So she hasn't really had a full day to really play with them. But she got this time this weekend. Um, then we have New Year's coming up, which, uh, you know, one of my friends says follows uh, big holidays for partying or amateur hour. Those holidays include Halloween, New Year's, Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day is not like a partying day, but whatever. Uh, and St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo. And I think it's one of the things that people might say when they get old just to get out of having to do it, but this really is true. Like, you know, if I was single, do I really want to be on New Year's Day trying to if you can find something to do or find a date or whatever? Probably not. So my New Year's is going to be getting Pizza Hut, getting alcohol, drinking, and just staying up to the ball drops, maybe watching a movie, falling asleep, and getting started with my 2017. Uh, I know a lot of people said 2016 has been horrible. Um, I think people make a little bit too much out of these celebrity deaths. Um, not saying that, you know, it's wrong to be sad when somebody dies, but, you know, I'm pretty sure 99% of these people are upset about celebrities dying. They've never known them, so it's not more about them, but, you know, I'm not going to get too into it, but, you know, take the celebrity deaths out, you know, a couple of other things going on I can talk about. Uh, it hasn't been that horrible of a year. Um, I did lose my job, but, you know, it hasn't been that horrible of a year. Um, yeah, I, I did lose my job that was paying all my bills, but. Other than that, 2016 has been great. <laughs> anyway, so uh, family's going to be home on Monday. So hoping maybe I'll do the podcast next two years. I got to, so today's Thursday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's four days to do exciting stuff that makes the podcast worthwhile. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a really boring show next week, but I do intend on doing it because uh, you know, I'm a sucker for this stuff. But anyway, uh, Another good thing um, is I think this podcast came out pretty smoothly. Uh, it's been kind of monotone, whatever. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to get too excitable on the phone here because I do have people uh, in the house sleeping, so I don't want to draw their attention and have to explain what I'm doing. But uh, it's good because I still haven't really remembered how to use that Audacity program yet, and if I do my podcast perfectly, I don't have to worry about that. So, uh, as always, uh, once again, the new podcast, the new uh, Twitter handle, which is probably going to change once I actually log into my account, is TDADYSmoothP. That's T-D-A-D-D-Y-S-M-O-O-T-H-P. I was in the email address, new Gmail, for my podcast. Uh, 
I don't really know why I have it. It has zero value, but it's there. And uh, I'll probably find that link to you next time. So. Otherwise, guys, well, thank you for listening. Um, I have been checking the uh, SoundCloud stats. Not a lot of people listening, but whatever. I'm having fun. That's all I count. Take care. Bye-bye.